granting outdoor adventures to children from across the United States. Welcome to Closer Look. I'm Phil O'Brien. Tonight, we'll be talking with Dr. Marty Brunson, who is the founding board chairman of the Catch a Dream Foundation. Dr. Brunson, welcome to Closer Look. Thanks, Phil. It's great to be here. Dr. Brunson, you started the Catch a Dream Foundation 22 years ago. Now, I love the fact that this is not just a service organization, but it's also a ministry. Explain the concept behind the Catch a Dream Foundation and how the ministry began. Well, pretty simply, uh, Catch a Dream was born as an alternative to a decision that our friends at the Make-A-Wish Foundation made in 1999. Uh, Make-A-Wish decided, due to some pressures they were facing, that they could no longer at that time grant a child with a life-threatening or terminal medical condition, that child that they were there to serve, a wish if it involved the use of any type of firearm or weapon, even a knife of any sort. And uh, that was a, a good business move. It was a political move, but it was the right move for them at that time. But it really disenchanted an awful lot of people around the country who were outdoors-minded and felt that these children should be given that opportunity if that was their desire. So Catch a Dream was literally born as an idea to provide a gap-filling measure to that decision by our friends at Make-A-Wish, the world's largest and oldest children's wish-granting foundation. And conceived here in uh, late 1999, by a gentleman named Bruce Brady from Brookhaven, Mississippi, who is then dealing with his own terminal medical condition, who shared that uh, these children ought to have the opportunity if they desired. Bruce's vision was a vision that he passed along when he passed away in February of the year 2000. But a small group of his friends, and, and including myself, picked up on the vision and uh, articulated, and ultimately the concept of this thing we now know as Catch a Dream was born late in uh, 99, early 2000. And in Bruce's memory, we created the Catch a Dream program, which morphed into the foundation three years later. And as they say, the rest is history. We're now 746 or so child trips later and counting, and we've become a, a fairly large phenomenon across the country. I read that you're an avid outdoorsman with degrees in biology as well as fisheries and aquaculture. You've really found a way to combine your love of the great outdoors, sharing the gospel, and helping youth with precious little time to lose. We really have, and uh, that was the neat opportunity that we had many years ago now, 22, as you just reminded me. Seems like yesterday, but uh, I spent my my career primarily in the world of fisheries and aquaculture in the university systems. Spent a few years on foreign missions down at a place I called the uh, LSU and came back to my alma mater, Mississippi State, in 1988. But uh, never dreamed that one day I'd have the opportunity to take the resource knowledge that I had as a scientist and a professional. And rather than teach and, and help folks uh, understand how to manage those resources, turn around and use those resources in such a capacity as to make a difference, a true difference, both temporary and ultimately eternal, we like to think, in the lives of hurting children and families. But that's exactly what Catch a Dream's given us the opportunity to do. I see that to date you've completed over 744 trips for children from 47 states and two Canadian provinces. I would imagine that takes an awful lot of planning. It takes an awful lot of planning. We do everything here in the office. We want to be sure that when we provide these experiences, we're more than just a travel agency. We are a change agency, but we're a relief agency for mom and dad. We want this mom and dad and this entire family to have an experience that's unfettered, and unstressed, and therefore we plan every every point of logistics, every jot and tittle for a child trip, and pay all the expenses so that mom and dad can simply relax, and maybe for the first time in days, weeks, months, or even years in some cases, mom and dad can just take that deep breath 
and enjoy the experience with their child and the rest of their family and say, hey, someone has our back. Our job is to give them that opportunity to have what one child once called a vacation from being sick. I know there must be all types of outdoor adventure wishes, and each one is the adventure of a lifetime for a child who is facing a life-threatening medical condition. Would you mind sharing one of your more memorable adventures? Well, that's a hard question, Phil, because uh, I've had the privilege to be with quite a number of these children, although not most of the children. We train volunteers who travel and fill a role of what we call hosts. But uh, I, I remember specifically one little girl who was a, a patient at St. Jude. This little girl was uh, very young, six or seven years old, and her social worker called and said, uh, we have a little girl, and I won't call her name. She'd like to catch a mermaid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was our response. Uh, I, I think our listeners won't see your facial expression there, but probably can pick up on the fact that you looked at me real quick. Catch a mermaid. So She wanted to go on a fishing trip, obviously. She wanted to go on a fishing trip, but she wanted to go mermaid fishing. So, uh, you know, we thought quickly, and, and, and rather than say, you know, we can't do that, you know, our reply was, we don't know that we can guarantee that she'll catch a mermaid, but you know what? We can go mermaid fishing. And that little girl did go mermaid fishing. She didn't catch a mermaid, unfortunately, but she had the fishing trip of her lifetime. And I wasn't on that particular one, but the host who was on that trip came back, and, and uh, I remember to this day, and that was now... That was early in Catch a Dream's life. That was probably 2004 or so, 2005. And that host, who happened to be a lady, came back and shared this little girl who always wore pink and shared her delight in, in, in all the photographs. And, and although I wasn't there, that's one of the most memorable things because she asked for something she had dreamed to do, and she got far more. And in fact, on that particular trip, uh, her, her mom shared with her host and with us later, unfortunately shared with us at her funeral just a few months later that this was the most life-changing experience their family had ever had. Well, mission accomplished for Catch a Dream. We had served that child. We had met a dream in a sense for her, uh, although uh, not quite literally, but we'd have the opportunity to give her and her family not just a rest from being sick, but express to them and give them the reason to wake up tomorrow and to realize there is hope for the future and that's the hope we like to say has a capital H. And there's only one capital H hope. And that's the hope in the creator who put all these resources here for us to enjoy and may have even made a mermaid. We just haven't seen <laughs> one yet. You haven't found one yet. Special story. Thanks for sharing. Dr. Brunson, do you find adventures different depending on what part of the country you're in? Oh, they are they are absolutely different regardless of, of where they, even if they occur in the same areas, we, we learn that every child in each family is unique. We have outfitters across the country who help us provide these experiences for these children. But regardless, uh, if we have a, a, a mule deer hunt in Wyoming, that's going to be totally different than a whitetail hunt in Pennsylvania, which is totally different than a shark fishing trip in the Gulf of Mexico. Or we can go shark fishing in the Atlantic, and that's totally different from the Gulf. What makes these all unique is the fact that we have outdoors-minded people ranging from the charters, the guides, the outfitters, to our hosts along and others who facilitate and some amazingly wonderful resources who are there to serve a child and family's needs and to help them understand that there is reason to hope and that there is fulfillment found in the outdoors. So every adventure is absolutely unique. Even if it's the same location, I may have gone to the same location twice. Each adventure is totally different because of the personalities 
the nature of the medical conditions in some cases, the family dynamic, and, and even other situations. So we get to repeat again and again without ever repeating the same process, without ever repeating the same experience. What a special adventure. Again, you're listening to Closer Look. I'm Phil O'Brien. My guest tonight, Dr. Marty Brunson, who is founding board chairman of the Catch a Dream Foundation. Now, I see that you not only offer the adventure for the child, but for the entire family, including any minor siblings who are living in the home. After all, if one sibling is sick, it affects everyone. You said it well right there. We realized early on that if we're going to be what we want to be, and that is more than a travel agency, we want to be a program that makes a difference. And we want to make a difference for eternity. And and you said it early. This is truly ministry. Uh, we're going to have to be sure that everyone who's affected by this disease or illness has the opportunity for benefit. And we learned uh, something that I did not know, and, and others who listen may not realize until till this sinks in, that when a family has a child with a life-threatening or terminal medical condition, everyone in that family is sick. Everyone in that family suffers. We want to be sure that we don't leave anyone out because it may be a, a six-year-old child or a 12-year-old child who's in the hospital, but the siblings pay a price. Mom and dad make sacrifices. And we learned that if we're going to truly minister, we're going to have to minister to that whole family. So we make sure that everyone in the household, uh, brother, sister, sometimes it may be an adopted cousin, cousin-in-law, whatever that is, that, that family unit is on the trip, if at all possible, and at our expense, and sometimes at, at great expense or great logistical challenge, so the family can be together and they can have the experience together, and that everyone who's impacted by this disease has the opportunity to see that, there, yeah, there's a reason to keep battling, and yeah, there's a reason to look forward, and yes, there is truly hope. You really provide a respite time to escape the reality of what these families are dealing with, a happy time, if you will. You're, you're exactly right. That's a good term, respite. Uh, again, we've had moms and dads repeatedly tell us that uh, until this trip, we haven't had in months the opportunity to just sit on a back porch and drink a cup of coffee for five minutes and relax. Or maybe mom says, you know, I haven't been able to curl up on a couch and read a book for the past two years. I've had that opportunity on this trip. While my child's out experiencing this, I'm able to just curl up. We want to give them a break. And as, again, one of my favorite of all our Catch a Dream young men, whom I met and spent time with, uh, his name was Trace. When he was 18 years old, uh, he told a television camera from his hospital bed, when I went on my Catch a Dream trip, it was like a vacation from being sick. He said, boy, when I'm hunting and fishing, I don't really feel bad. Well, that's our purpose. We want to give them a vacation not just from being sick, but from all the things associated with being sick. The medical bills and the needles and the gowns and the stresses, the anxieties, we just want to give them a break. So you said it well. It's it's definitely a respite. How do you go about granting wishes? Let's start with referrals. Who can refer a child to catch a dream? Yeah, anyone can actually refer a child in the family. We, we get referrals from physicians and medical care providers, social workers. But ultimately, it's the family themselves that must make their application. We have a lot of friends who share with families how they can apply, and we try to make it as easy as possible. We have an online form. We even have a text-to number. You know, a family, if they want to know more, can simply text the keyword 
to apply. That's the numeral two, A-P-P-L-Y, to 51555, get a return link, click, and voila. They're on our webpage, seeing the application and all the things they need to know. But ultimately, the family needs to either click in or call and do it the old-fashioned way, fill out a form and send us a form and make an application on behalf of their child because we have to have their medical release before we can even contact their physicians because of the nature of the information we're seeking. But once the application is received and we go about validating their medical status, whether it's life-threatening, looking at all the other precautions and other things, uh, and once they contact us, then the door's open, then we're free to make the calls and make the contacts and, and the other things we need to do to process an application and move it forward. I see that volunteers are a big part of the adventure too. Absolutely. Uh, we couldn't do what we do without volunteers. We talked about the early days of Catch a Dream and when it was first created, you know, we, we created a little board of directors and, and I like to say it's a ragtag board and was then, still is in many ways. And we really deceived ourselves into thinking that if this thing flies, if this idea really flies, one of us will be on every child trip. Well, we envision one or two child trips a year in Mississippi. <laughs> what we didn't envision is 40 to 50 to 60 child trips a year all over the country in half of, of Northern America. Uh, so volunteers play a really critical role for us in that we, we train and equip volunteers who understand what we do, who, who get the mission and the vision. We certify them, we do the background checks so that we can send a certified and trained volunteer host, is what we like to call that person, on the trip with every child and family. And that's a requisite. We don't send families on their own. They carry our credit card, they wear our cap, they wear our shirts, they are catch a dream to that child and family, and they cover every cost and every logistic. Again, from the time they meet mom and dad, family at an airport or a or connection point until they turn them loose, either back at an airport or back home, they take care of every logistic. Mom, dad just simply have to take care of children, family, and have to relax and let us take care of business. So the host is our interface with the outfitter, our interface with restaurants, airlines, and all those things. And they do that with catching money. And we make sure it's a carefree experience for the family. You really can't put a price tag on the joy you provide these families. Well, it's, what's the old saying? You know, that there may be a price on, on a lot of things, and but this one's priceless. Uh, there, there are numbers. And we spend money on each child trip. There's expenditure. We spend an average of 4500 to $5,000 out of pocket to make a trip happen. Some more expensive, some others. But we make sure that mom and dad incur zero cost because... Our job for them is to take the financial stress off as well. We make sure it all happens, and we spend a lot of time and a lot of effort raising that money, but it's it's important, and it's part of who we are and what we do. Uh, it takes resources to make something like this happen, but we're intent and we're dedicated to making sure those resources are there. Again, you're listening to Closer Look. I'm Phil O'Brien. My guest tonight, Dr. Marty Brunson with the Catch a Dream Foundation. While there are similar organizations who go about granting wishes for children with severe medical conditions, the unique thing about the Catch a Dream Foundation is that the gospel is presented. I love that aspect. Well, we love it too, Phil. And we, we decided right up front that uh, if Catch a Dream, it didn't have a name then, but if this program that would become Catch a Dream is going to exist, it needs to exist in a fashion such that we're providing more than just a thing or even an experience. 
we need to provide substance. So we early on adopted a passage of scripture as our theme. It's Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. And many of our listeners, your listeners, I know will recognize that. It talks about eagle's wings and that great promise that God gives us through Isaiah. And he says, you know, even your children will grow tired and weary and stumble and fall. That's verse 30 of that chapter. But, and when God says, but, it's always, hang on, I've got something better. You may not control the situation with your child, but there is hope. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength, and they'll soar on wings like eagles. They'll run and not grow weary and walk and not be faint. So we chose that theme to share with these children and families in the context of the outdoors in a low-pressure environment where, where they can simply see the gospel being lived. And then at a very special point in the trip, we can share with them that verse and ultimately the hope. That's why I say hope with a capital H. There's only one hope with a capital H, and hope, hope, true hope, means something that you wish for, long for, and for which there's a guarantee. There's only one guarantee in life, and it comes from our Creator and His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And that is really the purpose of Catch a Dream. You just hit it on the head. The purpose of Catch a Dream has nothing to do with fish and ducks and deer and sharks. We use them as tools, beautiful, wonderful tools, to help a family and a child, and oftentimes others who are involved in the trip come to understand that, you know what? Um, God does love us, and, and He loves us enough to have created us in His image and give us all these resources to enjoy. It's our responsibility at Catch a Dream and others who have the resources to use them to point others right back to Him. So our real purpose for Catch a Dream is to share the good news of that hope that exists in the name and the person and the body of Jesus Christ himself, who is the author of that hope and the perfecter of our faith. And um, to share with that child and family that uh, you're not alone. God loves you. We certainly love you. But God is the purveyor of the hope. So you may hope you kill a big deer or catch a big fish. We like to say that's hope with a little H. There's no guarantee there. But there is a hope with a capital H for which there's a guarantee. And that's the hope of eternity if we simply trust in him put our faith in him and put our hope in him. Now on the flip side of the coin, if we've touched the heart of a caring individual who would like to be a part of an adventure for a child, how would they go about applying to be a volunteer? Yeah. If, if listener out there feels like they want to be involved, we, we certainly want to hear from you. They can simply contact us at catch a dream. We have a website, catchadream.org. We don't have a volunteer form on the website because this mission is so precious to us. We don't want just everyone clicking in. You might have heard it here on this program, and uh, if you have, uh, contact us. Click in on our webpage, contact us, info at catchadream.org. That email comes straight to me and to one of our other staff members, and we'll respond, we'll reply. We'd love to share with you the opportunities. And if you're called to serve Catch a Dream, be involved, and if this is your position in life that the Lord's equipped you to, to fulfill, we're going to find a way to put you to work in one form or another. Uh, we have a lot of folks who say, hey, I'd like to do something for Catch and Ring, but I don't have a clue what I can do. don't know if I have the talents. I don't have the money or don't have resources. Uh, that's no big deal. You know, I like to say one of our take-home messages is this. It may not be Catch and Ring you're called to serve, but I can tell you one thing. You are called to serve. And each of us has the responsibility to do what we at Catch and Ring have done. That's look around and assess our capacities and our positions in life. Look around and find a need somewhere around us, either in our backyard, in our community, in our church, our school, our family, for which we are uniquely suited to meet and get busy. 
Just take action. Find that need and become involved. If it's catch a dream, boy, we rejoice and we want to hear from you. Dr. Brunson, what are some challenges a city, a state, maybe a region might have in doing this program in their area? Well, when you say challenges, I assume some of the barriers that may be may be encountered. Certainly, uh, a, a very urban area may not be able to embrace catch a dream as a suburban area or a rural area. We know that. We recognize this. We we recognize that what we do is hunting and fishing. We make no bones about that. It is consumptive use. It does involve in many cases, shooting, but certainly either shooting or, or hooks and, and harvesting of animals. That's part of who we are and why we are. So there may be parts of the country where catch a dream is not as easily embraced or as easily implemented. You know, if you look at places where we have fulfilled child trips, we've actually had children from 47 different states fulfill their dreams in 32 different states. Well, if you look at a map of the United States, our dreams take place in certain areas, but there are certain areas on the map where they're not likely to take place. Very unlikely to be in the in the context of a large metropolitan city just because it is hunting and it is fishing. Uh, so I, I think the, the geography and the demographics uh, probably come to play there in that uh, given the resources that we're utilizing and, and capitalizing upon, uh, not everyone's going to be positioned to to take part or or even maybe to identify with or, or be supportive of what we do. While there is never a cost to the family, and that does include airfare, accommodations, meals, and so on, it does take money to accommodate these families. How is the cost covered? It does take money to accommodate these trips. Uh, our average out-of-pocket expenditure on a child trip is between $4,500 and $5,000 continues to go up. And I will say that uh, 50 to 60% of that cost is just travel, uh, airfares and so forth. But we we cover every single cost of, of a trip. We do not purchase the hunting or fishing opportunities. Those are always donated to us by the outfitters. So our costs are in travel, food, oftentimes lodging, license, uh, gear, uh, although much of our gear is donated to us by our friends at Bass Pro Shops in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, Johnny Morris, who's the president and founder, is on our board, and Bass Pro Shops provides most of the clothing and gear for each child trip. But we oftentimes have to purchase special items and so forth. Uh, all this money comes through either fundraising activities or simply the very generous hearts of donors around the country and literally around the world who have learned about Catch a Dream and understand and want to be part of what we do and either click in and donate online or write us a check or they're part of a local fundraising activity in many communities and you know, across the U.S. where those proceeds accrue back to what we do. We are a 501c3 charitable foundation registered and, and charted with IRS and thus all donations are tax deductible as they say to the extent allowed by law and uh, that means that uh, each donor has to talk to their accountant about how much of my adjusted gross income can be allowed but bottom line is it's tax deductible and and we live off the the benefit of good-hearted and well-intended and generous people literally everywhere this station reaches. I love the fact that after the adventure is over, you remain in touch with that child. We do. We Again, we see this as ministry. This isn't just wish granting. So after the trip's over, until the child reaches age 21, we have a group of volunteers who are actually in my church, in my Sunday school class, in fact, who write birthday cards to that child. So every year that child, until they reach age 21, will receive a birthday card from Catch a Dream. In the event that the child doesn't survive, uh, then we have another group of volunteers 
uh, actually a husband and wife who have lost a child themselves, who write a card to the family each year about the anniversary of that child's death and say, hey, we're just thinking of you. And insofar as we can track the child's progress and the family's future progress, we'd like to do so. Uh, out of the 740 plus families we serve to date, we are still in touch with well over half. Many have gone their, their different way. You know, the child may have grown up or the child may have passed away and they've started a new life. But we want to be sure that they know that they're part of our family forever. And if anyone were to come visit our headquarters, they would see on the walls around us literally 746 child storyboards, each storyboard of a photographic collage of a child's experience. We surround ourselves with those to remind us each day that, uh, hey, there's a family member in location X. And they're part of Catch a Dream, and this is why we do what we do. And in addition to that collage of photographs, you also present the family with a Bible. Called the Outdoorsman's Holy Bible. It's a special Bible that our friends and I worked with at Mossy Oak to generate almost 20 years ago now that has some commentaries about uh, what God says about hunting, fishing, and the great outdoors. It's published by Thomas Nelson, the Bible company in Nashville that we all know and love. And uh, it's available in stores. We don't sell it. It's a nonprofit thing. Uh, but we do want to be sure that child and family have a copy of God's Word. And at that very special time when our host shares with them this vision of Isaiah 40, 31, uh, usually over the, a meal, the last day or, or night of the trip, uh, that host would open up that Bible in, in, in Hunter Orange, highlights are those two verses, Isaiah chapter 40, verses 30 and 31. Those who hope in the Lord will indeed renew their strength. So that child takes that Bible home, we hope, and they always do. And then we hear after the fact many times testimonies of how that gift or exposure to that Bible has changed a life or maybe the life of an entire family. Uh, I could tell you one story of a child who, whose mom sent us a, a follow-up, if you'd like, uh, just an amazing thing about a child's first Bible, but uh, bottom line is God says, my word will not come back to me without profit. We put the word in these children's hands, in the family's hands, and we let the Holy Spirit and Lord do the rest. Amen. Before we conclude tonight, I want to share a few statistics off of your website. You've served children in 47 states and two Canadian provinces. You've held adventures in 32 states. You've harvested 94 different species of animals on all trips combined. And the amazing fact that the amount incurred to a family on a child trip is zero. That's incredible. That's absolutely right. That's our bottom line. We want to give this family the experience without the burden and our job is to not only pay the bills, but to make sure every nuance of this experience is, as some of our friends like to say, plus one. We want to deliver plus one because we also realize we only get one chance with each child to give them the experience of a lifetime. Once again, remind our listeners how they would go about referring a child to the adventure of a lifetime. The, the simple way is simply refer them to our website, catchadream.org. Or even simpler, in these days, uh, pull out a device and text this keyword. It's the numeral 2, A-P-P-L-Y, to apply to this number, 51555. Send that text to 51555. You'll get a link back. Click and uh, find yourself quickly on our website with the application process explained and just walk through that. And then, uh, as they say, the rest is pretty easy to follow. This has truly been a fascinating talk. I want to thank you for spending a few minutes out of your busy schedule to share the mission of the Catch a Dream Foundation. I should also remind our listeners about your website where they'll find testimonies, volunteer opportunities, and most importantly, how a hurting child can apply for the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. 
That web address simply catchadream.org. Dr. Brunson, any final thoughts? Well, just to thank you. Thank you, Phil, and uh, thank you to the listeners out there. If any of you have questions or, or want to pursue any other aspects of what we talked about or just take a look, feel free to call us. We're here every day. Click in, send us an email, or if you're ever in the Starkville, Mississippi area, stop in and visit us here at what we call World Headquarters just outside Starkville. And that's Closer Look for this week. Again, special thanks to Dr. Marty Brunson, who is the founding board chairman of the Catch a Dream Foundation. And for Closer Look, I'm Phil O'Brien.